Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory to God. also the day in which he would have received his name. I think actually in the Catholic calendar that this is called the Feast of the Holy Name. And, uh, and it's appropriate and uh, given uh, the name Jesus. This is that day uh, that he takes up that name, which itself is uh, a kind of self-limiting. You know, there's this whole dance in the Old Testament. What is your name? You know, and not that. And finally, you know, I am who I am. All of this, now finally a name. Jesus uh, is given to us. So, uh, that's profound. We also commemorate this day, St. Basil the Great. Uh, and the significance, together with his brother, St. Gregory of Nyssa, and his best friend, St. Gregory the Theologian, uh, is it's hard to, it would be hard to overestimate them. There's an interesting project that St. Basil and St. Gregory, the theologian, took on as young men. Uh, he, Basil invited him, but Gregory wasn't doing so well uh, where he was, and, and Basil said, you need to come live with us. And so he came, and Basil had started a monastic community uh, on some of the estates that had belonged to his family. Gregory comes and joins them, and the whole family has sort of become monastics. It's kind of how it was. They were a whole family. And uh, they sell it, they do a project that oftentimes gets overlooked. And I don't know how much it still exists, frankly, but one of the projects they did was uh, gathering and selecting uh, passages from Origen. Uh, and uh, you know, Origen, in a couple of hundred years later, is condemned as a heretic, sort of a posthumously. But at this time, uh, especially in the Eastern Church, uh, Origen was hands down the most uh, uh, influential intellectual figure in the life of the church, at least the mainstream of his teaching. Uh, it was the, uh, not the mainstream, but a lot of little eddies around origin that get condemned uh, a couple hundred years later and produce uh, the various heresies that were associated with that. But they were gathering together these nuggets, these golden nuggets of teachings of his, and assembled them together, uh, if you will, edited and collected them as a book. And this book they call the Philokalia. That is the love of beautiful things. This is not the same book uh, that in the Middle Ages uh, will come out as the one we know today as the Philokalia. That's a collection of much later, uh, well, uh, including many later things. But this was the original Philokalia, uh, collections of teachings of origin. I, and I could bring out things and show you, and you just go, wow, wow. I mean, many times, uh, of the best things the Orthodox have said, he said it first, and he said it best. And they gathered those things. Well, that's an interesting thing, because part of what they're doing, if you will, in editing and assembling, is they're consolidating. 
you know, something that had not been consolidated. I mean, that it, uh, the, the amount of things that Arjun had written is just unbelievable. They were consolidating and bringing the Greek best out. We can even say that in much of their teaching, uh, they're doing some of the same thing. They are consolidating and putting on solid ground of uh, what had come before them. Uh, they live and write and work and teach in the fourth century, that great century of the councils and the creeds uh, and a lot of theological ferment. So it's a, there's a time for consolidating. There's a time for uh, needing to hone the meaning of words. What's interesting, especially about St. Basil, oh, and Gregory as well, is uh, their tendency not only to consolidate, and it's easy to consolidate and to hone in a way uh, that, you, you know, like this is perfection, and, uh, but, you know, it's drawn such a hard line that, it, you know, you exclude lots of people. In some ways, St. Athanasius had done that. Uh, how homoousios, which had been a, a borrowed term, uh, the, and uh, that it actually once been a heretical term, he'd taken it, given it new meaning, that's in the creed, but sometimes it would be taken as such a hard line that you had some who are pushing back against it. Um, what we see in the Cappadocians, the two Gregories and, and Basil, is they're, um, they're keeping the best of what Athanasius said, but refining it giving it a fuller meaning such that the umbrella of the church got larger. They reconciled uh, many of the so-called uh, semi-Arians, the homoousians, uh, they reconciled them to the church so that they became homoousians and, you know, and embraced the creed. That's a hard work. That's a very hard work to do. You know, imagine, uh, if you will, uh, the, the liberals, if you, whatever you want to call them today, you know, that kind of push the edges in a, that sort of strange direction, that you uh, lived and wrote and taught in such a way that by the end of your life they had been reconciled in and quit doing that. Now that would be a work. That would be impressive. That would be oh, a miracle. Um, so you can't overestimate the importance of St. Basil, that the church by far was greater and stronger uh, after his life and ministry than it had been before. That's very significant. Um, and uh, so if there's a reason he's called St. Basil the Great. I have a sense that the, the guys he hung out with, St. Basil the Great, we have St. Gregory the Theologian, uh, his brother, St. Basil's brother, St. Gregory of Nyssa, was also dubbed by the Seventh Council the Father of the Fathers. It's kind of like a wrestling team. Everybody had these, you know, these tough names, you know, great theologian, father of the fathers. But uh, and this is very much how we honor, in fact, the three of them, uh, you know, are often honored together. Uh, and so for an Orthodox Christian, uh, it would be hard to overemphasize their importance in the life of the church. Forever is still to this day. Um, I got a book this last week, closing thought of a, new, of a 
the book by a Greek theologian, Ludovicus. And uh, thick, hard reading like that. And I looked at it and I was thinking while reading through this, there's, we're still trying to digest Greg uh, uh, Basil. To this day, um, he's still the touchstone, he's still the guide, he's still the settler of arguments. Uh, and so uh, we ask his prayers at a time when we do are stretched and have to deal with things that try to push the boundaries and directions that they should not go, uh, that St. Basil uh, pray for us, guide our hearts, guide the hearts of theologians uh, in the church, that they might uh, be given wisdom and the ability to convert their opponents, not just vanquish them. Uh, what a great work that would be indeed. God, uh, give us grace. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. <coughs>